Hello, and welcome to episode 61 of the podcast. I'm Zoe, this is Life Simply Better, and we are going to talk today about three mistakes to avoid when finding your purpose. And I'm going to base these on my own experience and mistakes I have made in finding and starting to live my purpose. And so it's from the perspective of my own experience, uh, which is as someone who is working full time with kids um, in a corporate job, all of my background goes into this and informs this, but I think they're actually pretty good general principles to keep in mind, if I do say so myself. But of course, I want to be clear, they were informed by my own experience. So before we talk about the mistakes to avoid, I want to spend just a minute talking about finding your purpose, because this is something that can feel like one of life's great questions and very sort of confusing and big and hard to grasp. And it's actually very simple. But if you feel confused or if you feel like you're not sure what your purpose is or you've had trouble getting started on it, you're not sure how to start, I just wanna say that is not your fault and that is not because your purpose is a complicated thing that you can't do. None of this is your fault. It's just that this is not a skill that we learn in our culture. This is not a class that is offered. This is not um, something that's really emphasized in our society. And on top of that, there's just a ton of conditioning and other things that we learn and uh, habitualize that sort of work against us in this regard. But that's okay, because that's what this podcast is for. And it actually is pretty simple. Um, but just know that if it doesn't feel simple to you, that's totally normal. And that is just a product of how, what you have been exposed to up to this point. Um, don't take it as an indication of what the future possibility is for you. So I wanna talk in simple terms about what your purpose is. Your purpose, your life's purpose, that big lofty phrase is simply something that you do that makes you feel complete. So if we think about what creates our full happiness in life, um, I break it down into three buckets. Relaxing, um, meaning not feeling stressed out all the time, being able to relax. Enjoying yourself, meaning doing things that you enjoy that give you pleasure. And also the third piece is living your purpose. So you can think about a life where you're able to relax and you have all of, you know, lots of nice things in your life that give you joy and give you pleasure. But a lot of people find themselves in that situation and they say, well, but I, it still feels like there's something missing. Like there's something missing from my life. I don't feel complete. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel truly happy. So that third piece is your purpose. And again, your life's purpose is just the thing that you do that makes you feel complete. And this episode is going to be more about mistakes to avoid, not so much finding your purpose, but I'm sure I will do more episodes 
um, on this topic in general. And of course, um, you can always connect with me too if you have questions, feel free to do that. I'll give my email and information at the end of the episode. So the three mistakes to avoid when you are finding your purpose are um, three things that we kind of add on to our purpose is like extra requirements for like, this can only be my purpose if it also meets this other requirement. And we get ourselves into trouble then because we stop looking at what we truly want to do and what will make us feel complete just from the inside for ourselves. And we start adding these extra requirements and qualifications around it. And then we get ourselves all confused. And we don't need to add anything else besides just it being something that makes you feel complete um, because that's plenty. Like if you can find something that makes you feel complete, that rounds out and completes your happiness in life, that is plenty. That is a huge value. And you don't need to add anything else on top of that. And you have plenty of other parts of your life besides the time um, and the investment that you're making in your purpose where you can do those other things if you want to. So the three mistakes, the three things that we add into our purpose that then make it confusing and harder for us to figure it out are that we, one, um, require it to have some financial gain component or to make us money. Two, that we require it to um, be like the best or have some requirement around what social good it provides. And three, that we require it to give us approval and validation. Those are the three things that we add on top of our purpose that we say it's not enough just for you to be something that makes me feel complete and fully happy. You also have to do these other things. And that's when we make it hard on ourselves. So I want to talk about each of those three things and explain them a little bit more to make sure that you understand where I'm going with this and you can easily apply it to how you're thinking about your purpose. So the first one is around financial gain or um, the ability to make money. So a lot of times when we're thinking about our purpose, especially for example, if we're in a job, like a corporate job, for example, where we might, you know, our job might be fine, but we certainly wouldn't consider it our life's purpose, right? And then we start thinking about, okay, what is my purpose? And how do I find my purpose? And we might think of something that is interesting to us or appealing to us, but then we start thinking about, well, but could I make a living doing that? And that's a completely different question than how does this make me feel, right? We start thinking about like, could I make money doing that? Could I make a living doing that? Could I make enough money doing that? And that completely throws us off course. What I want to say about this is that you don't need your purpose to make you any money. Like if it does, that's fine, but it's not required. And I want to explain why. I think there's two reasons that we go to this money thing that make a lot of sense why we would start thinking about the money aspect 
but I want to tell you why you don't need to and why you really can just focus on what is a purpose that you want to do that makes you feel good. So I think one of the reasons that we start to think about like, could I make a living doing this? How much money could I make doing this? Is because whatever job we have right now, whatever way we're currently making money, we're not that happy in. (laughs) And so we're almost like looking for our life's purpose, um, partly to find an escape from our current job. And whatever issues you have with your current job up to and including, you know, maybe it's not the job for you. Maybe you want to change jobs. I want you to separate that out from what your purpose in life is. And just think about your job as how you want to make money and have it be that and have that be separate from your decision about what your purpose in life is. And the interesting thing is that the way that I'm coaching now, which focuses a lot on relaxation and enjoyment, um, and even some of the other things that I teach around living your purpose are things that all help you enjoy whatever job you have right now more. So I have a corporate job. I like my corporate job. I like my corporate job partly because of all of the skills I've gained in coaching around making decisions that are right for me and setting boundaries and managing my time and um, understanding my emotions and doing things in a way that make me feel good and take good care of myself. All of those skills that I've learned through coaching that have also helped me live my purpose also help me like my corporate job and not hate my corporate job. And, you know, in another situation, I'm not saying everyone needs to stay in their job. In another situation, maybe you decide to quit your job or you decide to um, change jobs, but you don't do that in connection with having a neediness around needing your purpose and the, the work that you're doing towards your purpose to make you money, right? Like you kind of come compartmentalize those apart. And the reason you don't want to connect your purpose to money is not only does it make it really confusing to find it and just kind of slow you down from finding it and pursuing it because you're trying to figure out the financial aspect, it also just adds this layer of neediness as you're doing it that isn't um, isn't about what you want to create in the world. It's about trying to make money. And that is going to mean that you don't have as good an experience. Whoever is getting exposed to the work that you're doing around your purpose is not going to have as good an experience either. And that doesn't mean you can't make money doing your purpose. It just means that you're not deciding what your purpose is and um, gearing yourself towards that aspect of it. All right, so that is the first mistake is making your purpose responsible for making money. The second mistake is when we make our purpose responsible for our role um, around doing social good or around um, our responsibility as citizens or social causes, social justice. And so what this can look like is if you have something that you think might be your purpose that you feel drawn to, that you think would make you feel complete to do it, but you start second guessing it, thinking, oh, but is that really helping the world enough? You know, there's, 
there's bigger issues out there and my purpose isn't isn't doing anything about those bigger issues so maybe it's like not a good enough purpose again this completely confuses the issue it conflates two different things and again what i suggest is separating out what you want to do towards social good in the world which there are many ways to contribute to that, whatever your views are and whatever the causes are that are important to you in terms of, you know, spending time, spending money, voting, um, speaking out, lots of different forms that you can, of action that you can take, um, some of which don't take much time at all to support the causes that are important to you. And I think, you know, in my example, I have a lot of causes that I'm very passionate about. Um, And I actually, one of the things that has contributed to my quitting coaching, which I consider to be my purpose in the past, has been that I've looked at the coaching I'm doing and said, well, this isn't as important as fighting racism or fighting economic inequality or other causes that I'm passionate about. But... What has helped me has been to say, it's not either or. I don't have to choose between coaching and fighting racism. Like There are ways that I can um, support the causes that I am passionate about outside of coaching. And of course, there are always ways I can look at incorporating that into coaching as well. But I'm not going to make coaching responsible for, you know, my action around social justice or social causes. Again, your purpose is something that you want to do for yourself that makes you feel complete. You don't have to compare it to an external benchmark or standard and try to decide, is this good enough? It's good enough if it's what you want to be doing. That's all that's needed. And if you, what, what you want to do and what makes you feel complete is, um, making colorful sprinkles to put on cakes, like that's a totally valid purpose that is not any more or less worthy than anyone else's purpose. And if you are at the same time passionate about a certain social cause, you can also support that cause in your life. You don't have to choose between the two. All right, the last one the last mistake that we're going to talk about is making your purpose responsible for your getting approval or validation, basically for propping up your self-worth and your self-confidence. And this is another thing that we tend to do a lot. We tend to, you know, find something that we want to do, but then we decide these other metrics for success or we decide that it's only valid for us to do it if people give us good feedback about it. And of course, this is right in line with how I think many of us have been conditioned to people please and seek approval and seek validation externally versus intrinsically versus just from ourselves. And so this is such an easy thing to fall into. But again, what happens when we start to live our purpose and also require it to be the source of validation and propping up our self-worth is we have that same 
neediness that we approach it with. It's like, we might have a purpose that's trying to help people, but if we're going out trying to help people, um, just so we can like get feedback and approval and validation from the people that they're saying, you're helping me so much, we're kind of going into it from a somewhat self-serving perspective and with a sort of needy aspect to it where we're actually not going to be as effective uh, helping people <laughs> because we're not going to be focused on helping them and what we actually want to do. We're going to be focused on like, am I doing this right? Do I think, do they think I'm doing a good job? Um, am I doing good enough at this? And that can make it really hard. And your purpose might be something that you're not good at yet. <laughs> like there is no rule that if you decide something you want to do that will make you feel complete, that you somehow magically already know how to do it. It might be something that you do for a while poorly and that you mess up a lot. And if you're gonna require um, great feedback and a gold star and approval and validation from the get-go, you will never get started. It will just stop you or you'll try to pick something else that's not really your purpose, but you know you're already good at, or you think people would like if you did it, you're gonna do that, and that's fine, but that's not what is going to make you feel complete, and that's not going to serve the same thing as living your purpose does in your life. So those are my three mistakes to avoid when finding your purpose. Again, to review them, one is making your purpose responsible for making you money. The next is making your purpose responsible for you doing social good in the world. And the third is making your purpose responsible for giving you validation and approval. And if you are willing to let go of those three requirements for your purpose and to only require a purpose that makes you feel good, that makes you feel complete, that you just truly, genuinely want to do for yourself, you will find a purpose. It, it's pro it probably, there's a good chance that it's something you've already thought about, that you're interested in, that you've maybe dismissed for one of those reasons, that it's felt like it couldn't work because of that. And so it could be really interesting as you're listening to this to now think back to, you know, what am I really drawn to? What maybe have I dismissed out of hand before for one of these reasons? And think about maybe picking that back up again and giving that some more thought about how you can start doing that. So that is what I have for you today. Three mistakes to avoid when you're finding your purpose. As I said, I am happy to connect with you anytime about your life's purpose and thinking that through. You can reach me on email at zoe at lifesimplybetter.com and also at my website at lifesimplybetter.com. I hope you have a fantastic start to your week and we will talk again soon.